This week, this is either going to be the biggest pork chop I ever ate, or stone cold. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromwell. I'm Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And guys, do you smell something? Because I, I smell what Stone Cold Hell Yeahs. Right? Right, guys? God damn it, John. That's how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock 316, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> uh, this week... Friends, we are watching a goddamn delight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the 1991 Brian Bosworth classic, Ooh. Stone Cold. Classic, no. Opus. You're right. <laughs> this was a, an epic tome poem. This is not a movie. It's an achievement. The this is the Gilgamesh of our times. <laughs> the producers watched the movie and they were like, guys, I think we have enough movie in this movie. And one of the guys was like, I brought more cocaine. And they're like, fuck it. Let's add more movie to this movie. Oh, it was good. Now, Stone Cold begins like all movies do. Every single movie. Coked up goons shooting up a grocery store. Yeah, buddy, you get to see all your favorite stuff, like Lay's potato chips. Ooh, and Batman cereal. RC Cola. Uh, Downy. Downy yeah. Fabric Softener, definitely a sponsor of this Whoa. movie. Also, the Ghostbusters cereal, which is just called Busters. Yeah, dude. Busters makes me feel good. Yeah. Ooh, right? So, still gross. Right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just like the beginning of Cobra. Well, before uh, we before we move off of this Ghostbusters food themes topic, sure. real quick. Yeah. Do you guys have a memory of Ecto Cooler being green? Yes. Because they re-released it, and, and it's it was, just orange. Yeah. Weird. And it made me question my entire reality. <laughs> Did I just, like, Mandela the memory of green ecto-cooler? See, I was thinking the same thing. When I was growing up, ecto-cooler, which had Slimer on it, I, I, in my brain, I was like, it was green. Yeah. Because it's Slimer but was goo. I conflating it with the Slimer Sunday from Dairy Queen that had green goo on it? That's possible. There was a distressing amount of Ghostbusters related food products out there. Yeah. Ghostbusters, put me in your body. There used to be a Slimer toothpaste yeah, buddy. <laughs> that was green and bubblegum flavored. Mm -hmm. Like all things were in the sure. 90s. And like all things, like all dumb 80s, 90s kids, we used to just eat that toothpaste. <laughs> I am angry whenever I go to the dentist and they're like, they don't offer me flavored uh, fucking cleaning goo when they're yeah. cleaning my teeth. Yeah. I'm Miss that bubble gum. Sure. You should go to a pediatric dentist. I have often thought that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Give me a lolly. <laughs> At the dentist? Come on. Listen, I know these are a little bigger than you used to. I just need that sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I want the grape job sticker that you scratch and it smells like grape. Yeah. Ooh, and it doesn't. It smells like grape knee high. No, it smells like every scratch and sniff sticker. Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you mean the smell that 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 comes on every shirt I ordered through the internet? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Even though it was in its own plastic bag that you would rip the seal on and just like, oh boy. Yeah, but it's... that plastic bag was to seal in the vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Every every fucking shirt I buy on the like on the internet comes with just like a dash of Lee and Parents or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. 
So they, they hit a malt it. vinegar. Yeah, they store it in pickling salt so that yeah. the shirts don't go moldy. Ooh, right, smart. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Uh, so yeah, Stone Cold begins just like the movie Cobra with a bunch of coked up goons shooting up a grocery store. The, also, uh, shades of Rumble in the Bronx with the grocery store destruction. A little bit, yeah. It was big. Um, we were going to shoot up grocery stores back in the day. And they don't fuck around. They fucking machine gun the fuck <laughs> out of this store. Yeah, they really do. In <laughs> apropos of nothing, a guy... Empties his entire Tech 9 clip into a bunch of Lay's chips. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, if I had the opportunity, I would. I 100% would. Uh, right now, what aisle of a grocery store would you just light up with a Tech 9 if you Ooh, had the chance? I'm going, mm. I'm going produce department. Ooh, lots of debris flying in yeah. there in that one. Yeah. Because then I'm getting not only like lettuce shards and stuff, but there's going to be a lot of juice and pulp. Sure. And when it's sure. done, scoop that shit up. Who's got a salad? This guy! Oh, nice, now, this nice. is all, like, supermarket sweeps. Like, the supermarket has been emptied of human life. And Correct. just like, whatever you shoot you adds to your point total. Yes. Oh, my God. What a great idea to add to the, like, you know that the smash rooms? Where they give you, like, a baseball bat and you just, like, smash up yeah. TVs and printers and stuff? I what if they give that. So that's a real thing. I remember the MTV uh, game show where you would bring your own personal items and if you got a question wrong, they'd break it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So this is like that, except you it's like an escape room. But instead of trying to escape, they give you like a pipe or a bat. And they just a bunch of shit in a room. And you smash it for like 20 minutes. And then you feel better. Nice. Now, let's just take that one step further. They bring you to an empty grocery store. They give you an AR-15. <laughs> and you just get to blow up whatever you Blast want. It. Nice. I was just talking about this with my wife last night. I don't like guns. I'll never own a gun. I don't care for them. But as soon as it's on camera, give me all the guns. <laughs> I want all of the guns in the world. Oh, pretend guns? The fucking best. I was watching John Wick and I was like, man, I wish I had all those guns. Not in real life, but put me on camera. Give me damn guns! <laughs> yeah, no, I am 100% Daniel Craig's character in Layer Cake, who's just like, I hate guns, but that one is really pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I totally get it. That's why, like... I, yeah, the gun control should just be you drive to this building what has all the guns and you can't bring them out of that building. Yeah, that'd be great. Just a cool building with all the guns. Yeah. And you get to go in there and shoot whatever gun you Ooh, want. You know what? Most Slippery gun stores already operate this way. I was going to say true. that. Slippery slope, though. I just realized if if only buildings can have guns. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! The, the buildings sh- will seize us, buddy. The shit we've been doing to buildings—we poop right in them. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so- hold on, Patrick. Aisle of the grocery store you would light up with a Tech Nine, given the opportunity. Oh, dairy aisle, so that I can feel feel like I killed a bunch of androids from the Alien series. <laughs> There's leaking all out. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Not today, David. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Ash. <laughs> Soy Bishop. Yeah. Uh, okay, solid, so... Solid. <laughs> if I could have some kind of either incendiary rounds or know that I could ricochet the bullets in such a way that it would ignite popcorn... Ooh, that's oh, a good one. Buddy. That would be good, yeah. Either that or just canned goods. Canned goods aren't bad. Just canned. Yeah. Think of the ping noises. There's gonna that be a lot of satisfying, make. like puck yeah. sounds. Yeah. It's gonna sound like the original sound mix on the Batman '89 movie. Just. 
<laughs> so speaking as a person who grew up in the South, I want you to know that if you don't have incendiary uh, rounds, you can shoot cans of soda. They blow up every time. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, uh, speaking as somebody who grew up with a BB gun, if you shake it up enough and hit it with a BB gun with it'll enough blow pokes, up too. it'll yeah, blow up. Yeah, it will. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Speaking as someone with access to Mentos... <laughs> It, yeah, you should have to have a permit to buy two liters of soda. <laughs> <laughs> so, these guys, these goons shoot up this grocery store. They're taking hostages, including a lady with some pretty sweet 90s dental headgear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When what should happen? Boo, boo, the door opens and who should walk in but a fucking leather duster? <laughs> now, let's camp out on this for a minute because he's introduced... Like all good Tarantino characters, by his feet. Correct. Yep. Uh, and he is wearing some pointy-toed boots. He's wearing pointy-toed cowboy boots. But they're not high enough to be cowboy boots. No, they're biker boots, because he's wearing them later. Oh, they're like that's the right. They're okay. zip-up-on-the-side biker boots. Gotcha. He's definitely tucked his jeans, his ripped jeans. His ripped acid wash yeah, jeans. Yeah, no, the acid wash, is, <laughs> that was, man, it was like I was back in elementary school. That was some Jordash shit wow. right there, buddy. I bet it didn't Blast be, from the past. I bet the those pants didn't even have belt loops. They were those jeans that they used to put the elastic band in. Oh yeah, those were great. The crinkly elastic band. My first favorite pair of pants was one of those. <laughs> you better believe it, man. And if you were lucky, sometimes you got the sweet, bright acid wash with that big gray patch on the thigh. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah. Yeah. See, my uh, elementary school didn't. It was. Just all a single level, but it did have uh, some raised areas. I thought you, uh, you were going to say they banned Jordache <laughs> jeans. I know, right? They people couldn't were like, stop it. They were just like, people were beating each other up for their Jordache. Slacks only in Pennsylvania. Nah, but uh, instead of having like steps to have to navigate, we were children. It was all just slopes. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Sliding down them slopes in a nice baggy pair of jeans. Nice. 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 So yeah, he's got pointy motorcycle boots, tucked in acid wash Jordache jeans, elastic waistband, and, and the just a leather duster. The oldest, appears, dirtiest, cracked up leather duster. And it appears like normal, like fucking Marv from Sin City duster. Like, right. alright, cool, duster. Oh. Then it pans up and you see the shoulders. He's got fucking shoulder pads he on his has duster. Giant, like Ming the Merciless collar. <laughs> yeah. And super like uh, 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 anti- Enmity, like Tina Turner from Mad Max Beyond yeah. Thunderdome. Yeah. Shoulder you're, you're putting an eye out with those corners, yeah. buddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we are introduced to the hero of our film, Joe Huff, as played by Brian the Boz Bosworth. Now, I'm going to take a second here because we need to discuss Brian the Boz Bosworth. The Boz. <laughs> I am assuming a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are are not sports fans. Uh, and if they are, probably don't remember the late 80s into the early 90s. But there was a time when Brian Bosworth was the single greatest college linebacker in the history of the game. He was on the cover of every goddamn magazine. He was going to change the face of football Forever, he, had he was an awesome. Like lightning bolts cutting his hair. Yeah, he was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, and on and and started off his season like pretty great as a rookie. Then on Monday Night Football, oh, yeah. live against the Oakland Raiders, Los Angeles at the time. The, you're right against the Los Angeles Raiders. Uh, the unstoppable force met the very movable object, <laughs> as it turned out, when Bo Jackson Ooh. trucked 
the Boz out of his fucking soul and sent him to the Shadow Realm on live TV. I have never seen a human being uh, demoralized, desoulized so quickly in front of so many people. And in that game, you can see him give up caring about football. Yep, he's done. He's done. He plays for only a few more years uh, retires of no note. Of no note. Retires of no because note. of injuries. Uh, I think so, yeah. And uh, decides to start a movie career. And this is his debut film. Did he have the sweet hair when he was doing this football? Yes. Oh, you it better was believe even it. Sweeter. So that's <laughs> the other thing we need to discuss about Correct. the Boz. Yeah. The Boz. The sides, very high and tight. Very Correct. high and tight. The top. Uh, not short. It's not a mullet in the no, sense that no. it's like very, very. It's like, almost like a crew cut. Or, like, very short bangs that he's spiked. Yes, he's got, like, Bart Simpson's spiky hair in the front, and it leads to a cascading super beaver like a tail. Mink. Yeah. 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 It looks like, yeah, it looks it like a... bleach. Practically white. Correct. It is the most blonde I've ever seen. And what I love, we'll get to his biker outfit in due time, but his biker outfit has like a little buddy version of his face on the yes. fucking sleeve. Yeah. That is just a skull with square glasses and a shock of fur. Yeah. <laughs> so good. To be his mohawk. Uh, so he walks into the grocery store with a full cart. The oh, cart yeah. is full when he walks into yeah. the grocery store. He uh, knows what he's doing. He stops at a little cookie thing to take a smell uh, yeah, the of the fresh a... baked section. Yeah. Yeah. He starts just straight up eating a cookie. Yeah. yeah. Well, he picks it up and smells it first to make sure that the cookie isn't, you know, poisoned or yeah. Well, <laughs> your nose is going to be your early warning sign That's for that true. kind of stuff. True. True. Well, and he didn't bring his little like uh, his little squire lackey to taste it first. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, so well, he yeah, they, they a, took away his squire when he was on suspension. That's right. Yeah. So he eats a bite of this cookie. Uh, a guy uh, comes around to attack. Uh, puts a shotgun like right in his ch- the cheek, and he's like, "Hey, don't worry. I'll pay for it." He's a very good actor. Yeah, he's yeah, very correct. good. Yes. Uh, and then he picks up that guy's shotgun and hits him in the face real hard. Yeah. Uh, and sends him flying back. Like, 80 feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, this movie doesn't do anything by halves. Everything is the most version of itself you could possibly do. You're right. This is the only movie that has actual fractions that are over their number. Like, there <laughs> yeah. are eight-sevenths, and there are 16 fourteenths <laughs> in this movie. So, in the new Zelda game, Breath of the Wild for Nintendo Switch, one of the, like, powers you get is you can freeze an object in time... And while it's frozen in time, you can hit it with your weapon, and it'll, like, build up that energy so that when time resumes, it just, like, goes flying in that direction. Oh, okay. Everything in this world is operating by that principle. (laughs) Everything is, like, supercharged so that the slightest graze of something against something results in a gas station exploding. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we live in a world here where kinetic if you energy... Yeah. something too hard, it goes <laughs> yeah. flying. Well, we live in a world here in Stone Cold where kinetic energy isn't just a theoretical way that we give a value to motion. It's an actual physical zap of something. Yeah. That just, it's, it's what Gambit does. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gambit. Everyone is Gambit in which, this movie. <laughs> which is why it takes mo- place mostly in the Gulf Coast. That's true. Yeah. Well, that and the tax breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
So, so the Boz, uh, uh, Joe, he, he fucks up everybody uh, in the place, but noticeably doesn't shoot or kill anybody. No. He, he does it all, like, super cool. Yeah, he does it by Batman rules. Yeah, and then the real cops show up. Well, hold on. We gotta tell the our listening audience how he takes care of the, the ringleader of this <laughs> grocery gang. Please do. Yeah. Uh, so he's in the cereal aisle, and the, the evil bad guy's just like, oh, I'm gonna get you, buddy. And he's like, not today, idiot. And he throws, what is it, like a jar of... It's a can of like spinach. Green, yeah, that's spinach, what it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, which makes the aisle a little bit slippery. And he, what, like... No, makes... he throws it over to distract him, and when the guy... Then he, like, shoots a bunch of stuff and walks right into all the bottled water he shoots. Yeah. And then slips. Yeah, the bad guy is is running and away from uh, 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 Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Uh, and he slips, his feet go out from under him, and then cut to... Perfectly arranged stack of Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper. And yeah. Dr. Pepper sponsored this movie for sure. Shirts did not sponsor this movie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and anyway, uh, Mr. Head Bad Guy goes crotch first? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like goes... taint first right into the yep. <laughs> display yeah. cans? Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That would be very painful. Uh, that's a lot of heavy soda cans Yeah, yeah. Oh, that he yeah. smashes into. Uh, but then the real fuzz show up, and Joe's Stone Cold's boss comes in, and he's like, I taught you on suspension. And he's like, clean up on aisle six. <laughs> Opening credits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. Uh, so, yeah, the main character's name is Joe. Uh, Joe Huff. A.K.A. Stone Cold. Right. He's an Alabama police officer who's currently on, on a, a three-week suspension for insubordination, which means... He done fucked up. Yeah, because yeah. he's a Bama cop. Yeah, that's right. Insubordination. Yeah. You d- In what? like 1992? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. He accidentally I beat up think... a white guy. That was the problem. Yeah. And then refused to apologize for yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because uh, this was before we even had internal affairs as a thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Cops just went by the no breaking rules rule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what so, a different time that must have been, eh, <laughs> fellas? <laughs> so we now follow Stone Cold to his home, uh, which is the most Miami-looking apartment I've ever seen. It's all bright, beautiful, white stucco walls. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we uh, see him preparing his breakfast for the day, which is a smoothie. And I wrote down the recipe yeah, for the yeah, smoothie. Yeah. Uh, so you two at home can make it. Ooh, I think I know what's in it. So it begins uh, in a blender by pouring, I'm going to say about two cups Looks of like orange juice. Yeah. Yeah. Minute Solid, made. Yeah. Minute made. Minute made orange juice uh, uh, from the carton, not from concentrate, not the little frozen yeah. cylinder. Uh, probably pulp. Looked like there was pulp in there. Yeah. Uh, I think it was some pulp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. the full pulp. It's definitely, yeah. but a, it's a some pulp. It's not, he's not like eating the orange juice. Sure, right. It's not thick enough. Correct. Then he uh, tosses in two whole Snicker bars. Yeah, Yeah, because when I'm hungry, I don't eat. I put two Snickers bars in my smoothie. Yeah. Uh, Then on top of that, uh, a small snack pack bag of chips. They look the barbecue flavor. Yeah, yeah. Could have been, could have been. Then uh, one whole banana. Yep. Then two eggs. 
Shells included. Shells yeah. included. You still crack the eggs open. Yes. And then put the shells in as well. Yes. The blender, and, that is. And Correct. then a, a generous few shakes of Tabasco sauce. Well, you got, he's got a refined palate. And then yeah. he tops it with a couple extra potato chips. Yes. Uh, then he smoothies that up and puts it into a giant bowl. And oh, it turns out it wasn't his breakfast after all. It's for his pet Komodo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Named Fido. <laughs> Named Fido. Played by Mizu. That's yeah. true. And I, I cannot express that Stone Cold is just a collection of absurd affectations. Yes. He yeah. is not a human. He is a hat on a hat until it's nothing but hats. <laughs> uh, he is like a Tenacious D cover of a Black Sabbath song. <laughs> Like, what's the point of you at this point? Oh. Mm. So he uh, he has a very good relationship with his pet Komodo dragon, Fido. Yeah. Well, his he, pet Komodo dragon is clearly on a shit ton of sedatives. Well, sure, because yeah. otherwise it was going to eat his face. Right. But he gives this thing a hug and, like, a little nose kiss. And I was like, oh, that's how Brian Bosworth dies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a snuff film this whole time. Yeah. That's how he gets a, a, Mickey, a Mickey Rourke face <laughs> bit by a monitor lizard. Uh, so, yeah, he uh, goes about his day. Um, he runs into a couple of FBI guys who were like, hey, we want you to infiltrate this Nazi biker gang called Buddies, the Brotherhood. I got some bad news. We skipped over the montage. Oh, of him riding around on his motorcycle? No, that's not till later. Yeah, it's later. The Brotherhood montage. You're right. Oh, over yeah. the Which opening ends credits. with a very important plot point. You're right. So over the over the opening credits, True. we are introduced to, uh, uh, it's called Brotherhood Days, but it's very much the Biker Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of... Like the Biker Field Day. You yeah. Know, they don't get yeah. out much. You gotta make sure that they get some fresh air. They Otherwise, get they'll get cooped up. Sack races. Keep 50 the egg on the spoon. Yeah. 50 yard dash yeah all that sort of thing also shooting beer cans off of each other and wrestling in a pit not so much wrestling in a pit as a succession of men getting their backs broken bane style by one goon yeah Yeah. uh there's also like very short quarter mile uh motorcycle races uh the aforementioned shooting cans off people's shoulders and the tops of their heads uh and that is intercut with what begins as oh what uh, was a wedding or as a baptism? It seemed it to me like that christening. that it seemed to me that that priest was delivering the baby. Yes, <laughs> it's very difficult to say. Yeah, it, it very much was like it looked like a christening baptism type of thing. And he, all like, we know is that it was three men and a baby. Something you'll never see in a movie theater. Oh, yeah. that'd be ridiculous. You'd have to put a ghost in that movie just to be sure. <laughs> Uh, directed by Leonard Nimoy. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, so this uh, priest or whatever he is, who's christening, baptizing, marrying the baby—I'm yeah, not sure. He is immediately dispatched by giant shotgun blast, which sends him flying eighty feet through yeah. a fucking stained glass window. Yeah, buddy. Back to biker days. Oh, some more shooting cans. Oh, we got some more motorcycle racing. Bane neck break. Oh, oh, this guy's getting busted by the cops. The guy who shot the priest. He's going to jail. And he's sentenced by this judge. And the DA is going to get him. Back to biker days. Oh, this is fun. Look at all these guys (laughs) that look like the fucking... 
a bunch of rejects from Shit Leonard Skinner. Of naked and topless women too. Yeah, though. Yeah, there's boobs all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. At one point, there's this pan. We just see a box. And I know this is later in the movie, but there's just like a big wood box. It's like one of those showers from MASH. Well, you don't see that at first. It just yeah. looks like a big wood box, and on the side it's a giant Nazi flag. And then it pans by, and half the box is open, and it's just gratuitous four ladies showering naked. Yeah. Uh, and then pans away, and on the other side, Confederate flag. These bikers are doubly shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we cut back to uh, the... <laughs> The judge who sentences this guy to 45 years uh, goes down from his little... Which, like, <laughs> I, now, I'm, I'm as much for, like, criminal justice reform as any, uh, you know, shitty loony lefty. But, like, I don't know, man. This dude kind of earned this sentence. Oh, for sure. <laughs> he shot a priest through a window... At a bris, I guess. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, what are those Episcopalian brisses? You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. When you commit super murder, I think you earned at least forty-five years. Uh, so he, uh, this judge, he goes. He's at his nice lake house. He goes down. He looks exactly like uh, the character Pete Martell from Twin Peaks when he discovers the plastic-wrapped body of Laura Palmer in the pilot episode. Drew. Yes. That reference was for the John Rooney Taylors in the audience. I saw the pilot, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you see the European pilot with the alternate ending? No, actually, after I watched the pilot, I tried to stab my ears out from all the shitty, (laughs) shitty synth score. Ah, come on, Angelo Baglamani. (laughs) So this, he fell asleep on his keyboard. You have to listen to it. So this old man judge goes and gets in his tiny little uh, speedboat. Saying the only thing I love more than fishing is being alive. Hello, wife that's one day away from retirement. How's that new child we adopted? And he pulls the little yank cord on his boat's engine and it promptly explodes. (laughs) Like a mafia car bomb, but it's a tiny boat. I can just imagine some shitty biker with just a scuba mask underneath putting the bomb (laughs) in. Uh, and then, yes, then we get the Boz and his breakfast. Uh, so the, the Boz is, um, uh, he is recruited by some FBI guys. Man, more like blackmailed. Yeah. they basically they're like, your three week suspension could be six months no pay, or you could work for now, us. Now, here's the thing. The, the one moment in this movie where I really had to consciously suspend my disbelief. Because they say to him, look, Stone Cold, you got the goods. We want to deputize you as a federal agent to infiltrate this biker gang so that you can take them down once and for all. That's right. Federal authority power, deep cover, no oversight. And he says, no thanks. I'll stick with my suspension. Bullshit, you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nah, man, this was back in the 90s. (laughs) You go in with the feds, next thing you know, you're going to Waco. (laughs) The have you have either of you seen the uh, the Waco miniseries? No. That fucking Tim Riggins from Friday Night Lights is in. No. He plays fucking David Koresh, 
There is a scene like there's <laughs> a fucking David Corrette. There's a scene during like the siege, like like one of the knights when they're just like doing whatever. And David Koresh, the way that they fight back against the man is he fucking his band plugs in to their fucking speakers and amplifiers, and he's gonna sing a song to them. And the song he sings is "I Still Believe," which is the song that Tim Capello, sexy sweaty sax man from the Lost Boys, sings. <laughs> And it's, they play the song in its entirety, and it's bananas. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, so basically, they blackmail Stone Cold into, uh, he's going to have to join up as a prospector, which is a new recruit to these biker nice, gangs. he's going to find gold in that there biker gangs. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, he finds gold. Titty gold. Yeah. Goldberg. 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 Uh, this oh movie... shit! He's turned heel and now he's gold dust. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> gold dust and Goldberg are two <laughs> different people. I'm so mad now. <laughs> I wanted to see if you would let that alone. I will not. <laughs> no, I like the idea that Bill Goldberg became gold dust. Yeah, started kicking because people of, in the nuts. There was a very unfortunate gardening accident. <laughs> yeah. After, now he's gold dust. Yeah, after, he walked into a glitter factory. He's just Sandman from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, after Bill Goldberg dropped 100 pounds <laughs> and then put 50 of gut on, yeah, yeah. he became gold dust. Yeah, he dropped 100 pounds and then just pounded beer. <laughs> For forty straight days. Wait, that is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Though, so yeah. okay, we did, we nailed it. Uh, so yeah, he uh, he the he. The so first it, just, it just occurred to me how much Stone Cold Steve Austin's persona was based on. What if a real out of shape guy could wrestle? <laughs> hey, he wasn't the first guy. You forget hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> very very true. Also, uh, fucking Mick Foley is no Adonis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he made up for it with personality. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Multiple personalities. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Stone Cold uh, finally agrees. The next day, his partner, Lance, shows up. Lance is played by Sam McMurray uh, from all sorts of movies, including yeah. Raising Arizona and all sorts of stuff. He's like the nerdy dweeb partner. Well, and you yeah. think, like, all right, they're setting up a buddy cop. I know buddy cop. I've seen buddy cop. Yeah, but yes. Lance will disappear for most of this movie. He will disappear for wide swaths yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. He shows up here, and while Stone Cold is getting ready for the day, which means putting on a vest, uh, yeah. he comes. A he runs afoul of Fido the Monitor Lizard, yeah. and then he sits down on Stone Cold's bed, and oh no, what's this moving? Could it be another bigger, meaner lizard? Nah, it's just some titties. This is naked this movie's got more naked ladies than showgirls. This movie's this drowning in breasts. <laughs> yeah. At some point, it just broke your scale. Oh, no. This, it's the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Scientifically, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Objectively speaking. Sorry, the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a, a naked woman who might be his wife? I don't think so. Or girlfriend? Maybe. No. According to Brian Bosworth, they shot a bunch of footage that was cut out of the movie that like set up his family, including a wife, I think. Oh. I think this is a that last... That doesn't track for anything else that happens nope. in this movie. Yeah. 
John, if you expect there to be anything in this movie that tracks besides guns good, boobs good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bikes good. Bikes good too. Let's we're talking about a movie Bikes complicated. This no. movie has a very complicated view <laughs> on responsible bike ownership. That's true. I mean, but we're talking about a movie where the bad guys are straight up Nazis. They have the SS lightning bolts on all of their gear. Nobody says the word Nazi in the whole movie. Yeah. They're just regular guys. They're just cool biker dudes. <laughs> They're just the Brotherhood. You know. <laughs> Brotherhood of Aryans. <laughs> I felt real good about watching this movie, even with all the gun violence, because most of the victims of it were Nazis. Well, I mean, half, because the other half are random people that get exploded <laughs> by Nazis. By all the reckless destruction. It's true. War is complicated, and I'm wise for having noticed. <laughs> <laughs> True facts, John. <laughs> uh, this is a great episode, guys. <laughs> so, so him and him and Lance, uh, they they head off. Uh, they go to the greatest biker bar. Yeah. That's right. So they they not s- since Titty Twister from Dusk Till Dawn has there been a better biker bar. It's oh, called you mean Tit for Tat. That's almost as good as the one from Kickboxer, which, if I remember correctly, was called Pussy Alive. Yeah. But yes, this is Tit for Tat, the strip club slash uh, hair metal club. Yeah, well, they've got Warrant playing back there behind the strip <laughs> no, girls. I don't think they're quite as good as Warrant. That's like the Bullet Boys or Cinderella or something. Firehouse. Got, exactly. <laughs> they got White exactly, Lion. Uh, <laughs> two members from Rat. Yeah, two. Yeah. Well, it'd be a while before they would get that gig in that Geico commercial, so... (laughs) It's true. I feel sorry for them, and then I remember, oh wait, that's Rat. Yeah. Hey man, they had some banging tunes. They have one banging tune. I can't. I can. What is it? Round and round. Ah. Round and round. The one they play in the Geico commercial. Goes around, comes around. I tell you why. You know who's in that music video? Uncle Milty himself, Milton Berle. You know why? Stephen Piercy, the lead singer of that band, is his nephew. (laughs) (laughs) And he went to his house and he said, Hey, Uncle Milty with the big dick. Because that's all you talk about now that you're old is your big dick. (laughs) Hey, come be in my music video. And he went, I'm old. Here we go. So they arrive at this bar. And tit for tat. And there, and there are. There are lots of tits for all the tats. Oh, man. And asses. This movie is not leaving out Buddy, the other side of it. what do you think the tats are? <laughs> uh, this place is the... This movie is a golden corral of boobs. <laughs> They're, it's literally everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is where Lance gets his big character... Moment. Yeah, he's afraid of germs. Yeah. 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 Which you think is like they build it up every single scene he is in from this until the end of the movie. He has to, like, oh, germs, I don't know about this. To the point where I thought for goddamn sure that to save Stone Cold's life, he was going to have to wrestle a germ. I thought, <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to end with him like getting into a fist fight with like a virus. Yeah. Like an actual mutated super virus. Like Stone Cold was drowning in a septic tank and he's just like, Buddy, you gotta come save me. I can't. The germs. Buddy, I'm drowning. 
Okay. <laughs> and then he punched all the germs and made the sewage go clear water. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like it. But instead he gets to the strip club and he goes, oh, boobs, and runs away. Yep. Uh, I know. He asks the bartender for a glass and then he asks him for another cleaner glass and then he is not seen or heard from again. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought, for sure, the bartender murdered him. <laughs> I mean, that's how that usually goes. There was going to be a like reveal when they're in the shitty biker compound where they're just like, Oh, stone cold, are you? Well, how hot is this? It's dead land, so no! <laughs> and when, when you say he's never seen again, you don't just mean for that scene. You mean for the next, like, 40 minutes of the yeah. movie. Enough time to pass for me to forget he existed remember he existed, and then say out loud, hey guys, when are we going to hear from Lance? <laughs> and then it's still going to be a while. So meanwhile, Stone Cold has got to prove himself to the leader of the biker game. Uh, the sergeant at arms of, of the, the biker, biker game. game. You're right. Ice. Yes, played by William Forsyth. Uh, you guys hear that Dave Franco wants to do a Vanilla Ice biopic? Not wants to, is gonna. Yeah, that's what I heard. All right, good for him. Yeah, well, I'm on board. Really he is excited. the preferable Franco. Yeah. Yes, by yeah. a wide margin, for sure. Apparently, his horror movie is not very good. I've heard it's fine. Like that's as good as it gets. It's okay. Uh, no, as good as it gets is a great movie. Yeah, it's got Helen Hunt and Jack Nicholson. Ooh, I... he does that thing where he uses his eyebrows to get his sunglasses to go on his face. Yeah, that's uh, pretty rad. As somebody who just recently rewatched that movie, I beg you to not rewatch that movie. <laughs> oh, no, there's a dog in it, as I remember. Frank Kinnear and Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh-huh. And Helen Hunt and Jack Nicholson. Uh-huh. And I bet it says great things about men and women and relationships. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and it has a lot to say about mental health. <laughs> I bet it does. Uh, is rough. <laughs> and it's real goddamn long. Yeah, it's like 215, 220, oh. right? And it came out when I was in high school. I'm trying to remember, was that a Brooks joint? James L. Brooks. That's yeah. like his, oh, like, it? yeah. Okay. And then he went out on top. Yep, that's right. He, he wept for there were no more lands left to conquer. That's right. He certainly... I did Taxi. I did Simpsons. I did as good as it gets. In terms of endearment, you can lump that in there, too. I will not lump. <laughs> Just stick it in there. Jam it in there. Nah. Slide it in. Nope. Sidle it. Nope. Squeeze Funny. it. This plus all the boob talk, we are going to have to put an E for explicit tag on this episode. Uh, I'm just putting an N for don't, not, no listen. <laughs> we made this episode, but just don't. Not, not applicable. Yeah. Go watch the movie. It's on YouTube. Yeah, we watched the whole thing on YouTube. It was, it was uh, uploaded by, I'm going to assume, it a was... very kind Serbian man? Yeah, Seltzjo Jelajlik. Yeah. Hey, it was 1080p, though. Yeah. Yeah, it no, was a... Like, had a great connection. I'm not going to lie. It was a great-looking rip. Yeah. <laughs> I have to assume that that guy ripped it from the Blu-ray. <laughs> well, I just like how they YouTube got rid of its 10-minute time cap, so you didn't have to do, like, part one of seven. Yes. Oh, yeah. There yeah. is clearly what was the original attempt to upload it to YouTube. I saw Because it is in 37 parts. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. 37 in a row. You're welcome. Hey! Get him going. Uh, fucking, uh, what is it, Kilroy was here? The new Kevin Smith horror anthology movie? 
you know what? Let him just make, let him do what he wants. Yeah. It doesn't. He's not hurting anyone. <laughs> that is. I have had this conversation with my wife frequently. Of if I could go back in time and like ingratiate myself with a single figurehead, it, I would be high school friends with Kevin Smith. Yes. Because you got a job for life yeah. after that. <laughs> And then my my wife was just like, yeah, but you know, like he hasn't like matured or grown up like at all. To which I replied, is America really demanding that Kevin Smith grow up at this point? No. Yeah. You know, like if that I, ship is sailed. If I could, if I could intervene in Kevin Smith's life, I'd go back to the making of Zack and Miriam make a porno and say, one, don't. <laughs> Uh, that Seth Rogen is a bad influence. Exactly. Because you the, I, you're back in this house by nine o'clock, mister. The minute Rogen started getting them high, the whole enterprise just sinks down. He yep. made one good movie, Red State, a solid horror flick, and then the rest is like, but what if Justin Long was a human walrus? But like, what if though, right? It's a lot more boring than you think. <laughs> it's it's it cannot be worse than the sausage Nazi movie. Oh, yoga hosers? Sure. It's not. Compared to yoga hosers, uh, <laughs> Tusk is his fucking dogma. It's glorious. <laughs> I like that you said is his, his dogma, dogma as if he did not make dogma. If look, look, go watch Dogma again. Tell me, I it's, can't. It's, yeah, the Weinstein's <laughs> own it. I'll lend you my DVD. <laughs> Thank you. I've legit been trying to find a copy. Oh, I've got the sweet double disc edition. Ooh. See, I had the double disc, but I sold it when I was starting to upgrade yeah. Blu-ray, and then I just like dropped off for a little bit because college happened. Yeah. And then, yeah, by the time I was, like, in the market for a Dogma Blu-ray, it's like, oh, no, the sole owner of that movie is in jail now. <laughs> Rightfully so for his many decades of crime. Yeah. Which is great, but, like, Your Honor, can you make him not own Dogma? <laughs> can that be part of his prison sentence? Look, I need to see that shit demon again. That but... shit demon is so good. <laughs> Until they do the digital one for that one shot. Sure. But that puppet poop demon? It's pretty oh, great. Solid. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the tit tat. The boss has to ingratiate himself with Ice, uh, the sergeant-at-arms of the Brotherhood. Uh, but it does not go well. Ice is not a fan, does not trust him at all. Well, because his way of just like, all right, this is a very delicate social gambit that I have to play perfectly if I am going to, as an undercover cop, get in good with this biker gang. Hey, Ice, your girlfriend wants to have sex with me, it looks like. <laughs> right? <laughs> cool. Good job, Joe. <laughs> uh, no, he's now John Stone. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name he changed to, because he's Stone Cold. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, a bar got, fight breaks out. We got out. another undercover cop in Alabama who's going by Joe Cold. <laughs> so you gotta be John Stone. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, a bar fight breaks out, and one of the Brotherhood members is... Uh, the guy who looks like pickles from Metalocalypse yeah, yeah. Flesh. Absolutely. Uh, who is like the like the dumb member that they keep around for goofs? Yeah. He's like the clown yeah. or something. Yeah. He's not an intimidating bad guy. No. He's got a dumb jean jacket vest with a pot leaf on it. Yeah. 
Uh, he's the only one of the group who doesn't have like the Brotherhood sigil on his back. I don't think. Does no, he does. He's does a he? okay. schmuck that gets pulled forward That's to right. have it shown. That's right. John. Uh, so um, uh, he's gets he's about to get beaten up, and he tries to call Ice to save him, but no one can hear him. So the boss steps in and takes care of business, beats up a bunch of dudes in this bar, and then Ice is like, "Mind your own fucking business." Yeah, right. I have to correct you there. He doesn't beat up a bunch of guys at a bar like it ain't no thing. He picks up a fella by the sternum and throws him into the display of liquor on the other side of the bar. Yeah. He's going to have to pay for that. Nah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. He's stone cold, baby. But he ain't in the Brotherhood yet. Uh, yeah, but he is in the FBI, so we paid for that. <laughs> oh, no. That's your tax dollars at work, hey, John. Hey, guys, this was 1991. Our parents yeah. paid for that. Fucking jerks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Stone Cold is uh, invited back by Pickles the Biker. They're having more Biker Olympics coming up. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, he says we're having a rally day, which is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have bingo. Capture the flag. There's going to be a raffle. Ooh, there's definitely going to be a three-legged race. A cakewalk. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing where you put the, the egg in your spoon and you have to not yeah. drop it. Yeah. yeah. That thing where you throw water balloons back and forth from com- like different yeah, distances. Yeah, you got to drop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a yeah. good time. Really, Nelson's going to play? Hmm. Probably like more like a like a uh, Charlie Daniels. I think this is a this is a Charlie Daniels situation. I don't think Willie Nelson's playing a lot of Nazi rallies. <laughs> hey when man, he knows, at that point in time, he had to do whatever the feds told him. That's to. right. The yeah. tax man came that's for right. him. Boy, he that, couldn't say no to a show. That whole album he put together of just like, please, I'll rest. Just don't take my house. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the next day at uh, Biker Palooza, yeah. uh, Stone Cold shows up in his sweet motorcycle, which he rides uh, with the posture of a person riding one of those giant, those, those old-timey bikes with the big wheel in front. <laughs> sure, a little yeah. wheel in back. Just the stiffest yeah. English back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he rolls in. For the rest of the movie, he will not wear a shirt except for one brief scene. Yeah. yeah. From here on out, it's leather vest only. Uh, he rolls into town uh, and... Uh, he picks a fight with the pit master. Yeah, he walks into the pit where the guy's bane breaking uh, people's backs uh, and gets in a fight. And this is the first time we notice that Stone Cold might not be invincible. Yeah, because no. he gets beat up pretty good, and he, he gets Bane back broken. Yeah. And he lives through it. Yeah, well, he's a meaty fella. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, he eventually does win the fight by doing some punching, and again, uh, knees him out of the ring. Yeah. Yep. With the old high knee. He also beats ice in a quarter-mile bike race. That's right. Uh, and this is enough to warrant the attention of the leader of the Brotherhood, uh, Chains. Chains. Goddamn Lance Henriksen. The American Lance Henriksen. hero Lance Henriksen. With the most amazing, like, shitty, stringy, oh. like, long hair and, like, fucking goatee shit. It's like if Dennis Hopper never stopped being an easy rider, he would just <laughs> grow into this Lance Henriksen. Right. Correct. Right. Uh, so, uh, Chains is like... In Ooh. his van. Yeah, Chains is just in his van with his, like, girl, and they're just, like, going through his shit. Yeah. And the boss is like, 
What are you doing in my van? <laughs> You're really killing the line delivery. He's he look. He only has like eight lines in the whole movie. <laughs> Although and most of them say, are Ugh! the best line delivery in the. There are two amazing line deliveries in this movie. The first one happens in the uh, the grocery store shootout when the cops come and one uniformed officer recognizes Stone Cold and just says. Hey, Joe, how come you're causing trouble in here? Didn't you know that you're suspended for three weeks? This isn't going to look good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the Luca Braun scene from yeah. uh, Godfather yeah. where he's memorizing what he's going to say to the Don. <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, we'll get there. Oh, okay. Buddy. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, Chains is, like, real interested in the boss. Like... Almost sexually. <laughs> well, to the point where he's like, hey, please have sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, you have sex with my girlfriend and we'll talk about stuff later. Uh, That's he, what he says. And then he says, get out of my van. And he goes, all right. He closes the doors to the boss's van. The interior of the boss's van is... Paneled in plywood. <laughs> yeah. Paneled in plywood. Like a goddamn murderer. Fuck yes it is. All the windows are covered in plywood. There is duct tape hanging from the ceiling. Well, he needs to have his tools. Yeah. He needs his tools. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he, the 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 girl the girl's like, I'm gonna fucking rock your world, and he's like, No, <laughs> no, you're not. Get out. <laughs> and then he hops out. And then he hops out. And then Lance Henderson goes, Two minutes. So oh, we're gonna we're gonna get in each other's heads. You might not like what you see in there. <laughs> And then he's like, I like you, Boz. <laughs> you wanna guy. You wanna join the gang? <laughs> and he does. He gets to join the gang. And they give him his first mission. It's just every interaction between Lance Hendrickson and the Boz in this reminds me of that Space Ghost episode with Emo Phillips. <laughs> Where Emo is telling his jokes and then just deadpan Space Ghost. Emo. You are uncommonly funny. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's given his first mission for the Brotherhood, uh, which is he has to go to uh, somewhere in Florida, yeah. Pensacola, to uh, get uh, the Bolivian's ear. A Bolivian's ear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. You need one Bolivian ear. <laughs> uh, you need a license plate that doesn't end in a number. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> End of bit. <clears throat> yep. So he gets sent down there. He's got to bring back this guy's ear with the necklace attached to it. It's like a big, giant, gaudy spider necklace. Earring. Earring, yeah. sorry. Uh, so Which is like a necklace for your ear. Yeah. Jewelry's jewelry. It's yeah. true. What is a ring if not an earring for your fingies? It's a Prince Albert for your hand. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. I pay for the podcast hosting fees. We pay for this? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this suddenly became very sad. This has never been anything more than a money-losing venture. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's like every other great business that started in the last 20 years... <laughs> To be fair, Amazon.com's entire business strategy was, yo, dog, we'll lose money. <laughs> yeah. We'll lose money until everyone else goes out of business, and then they have to buy from us. Yeah, they also took over, like, 90% of the cloud computing in the world. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I made myself sad. Yeah, yeah that'll do it. Oh, no. Yeah, buddy. So, uh, the Boz rides his motorcycle to All Pensacola. All Florida. Yeah, he must have so many bugs in his teeth. To a goddamn Cheryl Crow song, That's my true. friends. Hey, man, I got a speeding ticket to Steve McQueen. Nice. Steve McQueen? That's a Cheryl Crow song. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, what song did Steve McQueen sing? <laughs> no, that would be amazing. Yeah. It's the love theme from Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> It's just sweet jazz, and every now and then you can hear him smoke. Nice. <laughs> and he just goes, cool. Right. So Bosworth snatches this Bolivian, like bounces his face off a bar and drags him out. Uh, yeah, what does he say the to Boliv- him? He says something to the Bolivian where he's just like, moves like that, no wonder you strike out. And he's like, you shouldn't fuck with me, I am the Bolivian. He's like, well... <laughs> Something. Yeah, he goes, bounces his head off the Yeah, he goes, like, look at this. And then, yeah, Boom. smashes his head in the thing, picks him up, throws him over his shoulder, and walks him out of the club. Nobody says anything. Nah. Mm-hmm. It's Pensacola. This is also the only scene in the rest of the movie where he will wear a shirt. Yeah. And he wears like a weird Nehru collar that has a, an extendo slat. Yeah. Because his neck's too big. Right. Well, what he was doing, he was, he was wearing an old-fashioned shirt where the collar comes off so you can wash it separate. Oh, oh yeah. classic. Nice. Uh, yeah, so the FBI... What do they kidnap this guy? They kidnap him. This is where Lance comes back. He's wearing like a real Miami Vice white linen suit. Yeah, he's wearing a a white linen jacket with a t-shirt underneath. And they they kidnap this guy. They take pictures of his ears for reference. Then they uh, get him on a plane and send him to wherever and tell him, don't come back or we'll kill you. And he leaves. And then they have a tattoo artist tattoo a corpse ear to look the same as his ear with like a, a spider web tattoo. And the guy who's tattooing it is just like, I tattooed asses and floppy titties, <laughs> but I ain't never tattooed no corpse's ear. And he's having the time of his life. <laughs> right? Because I got to imagine being a tattoo artist, especially in the South, is just like, all right, another Yosemite Sam on your butt cheek. Okay. All right. Don't forget the number of the race car that he has to be shooting at slash peeing on or whatever. I was going to say, the number of the the race car he doesn't like, Jeff Gordon, with Calvin peeing on it. There you (laughs) go. Yeah, so yeah damn t- dirty Jeff Gordon. I forgot all about not liking that guy. He was the New England Patriots of racing for a long time. Yeah. He was just so good, everyone hated him. Do you ever notice that Michael Jordan is the only, like, was the last athlete we all were like, that guy keeps winning. I like that. <laughs> After yeah. Michael Jordan, everyone who kept winning, they were like, man, fuck those guys. They keep winning. Boom. I hate that guy. It's the Yankees, the Patriots, yeah. the whole thing. Well, yeah. I mean, the Patriots were probably cheating for large stretches of it. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, not counting the small stretches that they were definitely caught for it. <laughs> sure. Allegedly, they cheated the whole time. I mean, buddy, they're the Houston just, Astros of football. Right. He just liked to spike the ball to get the, a little bit of air. It was, yeah. it was fine. And they it was just nothing. He didn't mean nothing by tape it. Tape all of the play calling on the other side of the field. It's no big deal. It's not like it's... Big cheating. <laughs> they weren't banging on trash can right, lids. Tanya Harding, anybody? <laughs> so uh, uh, Stone Cold rides his motorcycle back, throws the ear, at which the ear has not decomposed even a little it's bit. Like no, a it is. Bit. It is yeah. straight gray though. Yeah. <laughs> it 
It's a weird color. He throws it at Lance Henriksen, who's just like, you're my favorite! God, he could not be more delighted to handle this severed ear. Yeah. Uh, then he takes the earring he already had, and the new earring that just attached to the ear, and goes to his girlfriend, Nancy, by the way, yeah. and he's like, I got you something! And then just starts rubbing this old, decrepit ear on her face. She is appropriately yeah. disgusted. Yes. Not since Blue Velvet has an ear been so profound. Profoundly repellent. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty gross. Uh, also, uh, Lance Henriksen in this movie uh, plays by Freddy Krueger rules and that he only ever refers to his girlfriend as bitch. Correct. <laughs> and yeah. my old lady. Old lady. Old lady pops up a couple. Well, old no, no, lady is the never, collective. He though. never calls her my, my old lady. He only ever says, look at my bitch. My sure. bitch did this. Oh, yeah. And then everyone else is like, hey man, you're old lady. <laughs> you mean my bitch? No, yeah, you're old lady. I said what I said. <laughs> he, he will refer to them collectively as old ladies. Correct, yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The the super band of women that they have there yeah. are the old ladies. That's their vocal group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're six feet from stardom. They are the old ladies. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he... Uh, yeah, he tries to give her the ears. She doesn't want it. She huffs off. Uh, and she, then, uh, she has a dynamite exit line, which is, those earrings... They're not to die for. <laughs> Which, like... So, we'll get into this later, I guess. But, like, she has a real 180 view on murder throughout this entire movie. Well, she has a very specific view on what kind of murders are okay. Yeah, murdering other drug dealers is fine. Yes, but murdering a cold blood? Boo! Yeah, civvies, they call them. Nah, civvies is your underwear, dude. Oh, that's a that's, good point. No, that's skivvies. Oh, yeah, that's right, skivvies. No. Civvies are civilians. Yeah, they call them skivvies because it's short for skiddies, skid marks, the poo marks on your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Why are there so many poo marks? Because you wore white underwear, idiot. And oh, they were... I forgot yeah. it was gym day. <laughs> oh, no. Also, do a better job wiping your ass. I refuse. <laughs> I have a bidet, but our water pressure's so low. What I love is that an internet ad keeps popping up for me. I don't know where it came from, but it's like, <laughs> hey, Americans, get rid of toilet paper. And it's like two knees that are clearly like sitting down on a toilet. And then the like extension that you have on your sink when you need to wash dishes that are fine. <laughs> Oh, sweet! You can get a hose? I guess. Fuck but, yeah. But days are already a thing. Nah. Why are you trying to get this, like, snake hose up in no, there? No, the hose is the way to do it because it'll just dribble out, but then when you put your thumb over the hole, it'll shoot out real <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah, it's like a power washer. <laughs> now, I'll tell you this. Give me a super soaker bidet. That'd be my jam. Every time I want to use the bidet, I've got to pump, pump it up. Pump it up, yeah. And then air it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So now the boss is... Stone Cold is officially uh, part... He's officially in consideration to be yes, part of the he's brotherhood. He's, in essence, a pledge yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, so 
a bunch of stuff happens. Yeah, he has to go with the girlfriend to collect money from... That's right. And meanwhile, there's this other weird side thing where uh, a member of the Gulf War chapter of the Brotherhood, whose name is AWOL, who's played by Max Dad from It's Always Sunny, yeah. uh, is working a deal where he's getting them a straight-up like Black Hawk helicopter. <laughs> That's a Huey, but yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they also, they keep cutting in, uh, what is, the whip? Yeah, uh, it's Gary Whippington, whip, who's the district attorney who put away their friend for 45 years. Who's also running for governor. Who's also running for governor, and whose whole job now is to continually appeal the sentencing of this guy so he can get the death penalty for, uh, this other Nazi guy. Yeah, bald-headed priest Guy, yeah. Um, and, uh, and Chains is, like, weirdly obsessed with this guy. Yeah, he's gonna kill him. Yeah, Ch- But, like, not just kill him. Like, he's got his whole ad recorded on a VHS tape that he keeps rewinding and playing back. Yeah. Yes. He Well, Chains is very upset because one member of his team is in jail, and that is untenable. Now, hey, man, he, that's, he, that's good leadership, though. Hey, man, he straight up murders multiple guys in his own team. He <laughs> will murder and maim anybody in his employ. Yeah. Uh, but he'll go to hell and back to get one bald priest shooter back. Well, I mean, he was his best bald priest shooter. That's, that's true. true. So, <laughs> so, uh... Hey, yeah. those, those are real hard to come by because yeah. you gotta you gotta first you have to unlock the warrior class and that's like level thirty. Oh, easy. Then you gotta reset your whole level to get to priest shooter. So like everyone else is level thirty five and you're rolling in there with a level one priest shooter, but you just gotta stick with it because as soon as you get to level ten, you unlock his innate abilities of shooting a priest. Oh, buddy, it's worth it. It's an investment. But you'll get there. Yeah. And you'll like the way you look. <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Nancy and uh, the boss are set to go uh, pay for something? No. No, no they got to get, get money. money. To they're get sh- money. They're, they're shaking down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, protection racket. So, no. they go to, like, shake down some guys. Meanwhile. They're with, like, weird redheaded gal and yeah. some other guy. Well, so, yeah. So, like, this, this redheaded gal comes down with other, like, fucking fake... Elvis fake Fonzie guy. Yeah. He's yelling at her about something and then sends her back into this room and then the mob shows up with a grenade. Throws a grenade at him and blows him through a storefront window. Uh, Good shit. Yeah. And then they drive around the corner and... Like, jump out, steal the money from the girl. The boss leaps onto the hood of their car and goes, You picked up the wrong rider today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they pull out a gun. He fucking hits the deck after that. Then fate intervenes in this little comedy of errors. When a fucking truck runs into the mob car. So Braz runs over to it and starts dragging him out and punching the fuck out of him. But it doesn't matter because one of them has a gun and nothing happened. They just take his money and leave. Yeah. Bullets are his only weakness. Yeah. yeah. And then the girl's just like, I'm going to be in so much trouble. And the boss goes, how much do you owe? And she says, 
400 and you're thinking there's no way yeah. they go to all this trouble for $400 but it is just $400 1992 man 91 even 91? earlier oh my goodness oh $400 I could have bought an Abrams with $400 <laughs> <laughs> I think the first Gulf War cost us like $5.75 something like that well, no, 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 no. We had Scud missiles then, so we're talking at least seven fifty. Oh, that's true, but still less than a Tom Petty album. Correct. In one year, Final Fantasy three, known as Final Fantasy six in Japan, will come to American shores and cost the ungodly amount seventy nine ninety nine, which equates to about a hundred and fifty dollars. That was like its money. Two years of my parents' pay. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So you had to sign over indentured servitude to the electronics boutique. <laughs> you don't even want to know the deal at Babbage's. <laughs> uh, so the the boss just gives her the four hundred bucks out of his wallet. Yep. Uh, and day oh, saved. The old bills with the tiny little presidents on them. Mm, and he says, That's "Right, we didn't get the zoom in presidents yet." New new. You just remember where it came from. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure is a Kanye line. Maybe. Uh, Not yet, though. Not yet. Kanye stole it from the boss. No, no. But he's such a stable guy. That's not that's not fair. He does have bipolar disorder. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, talk about Kanye. Yeah, he's probably like Kanye go. I think but Kanye and Elon Musk need to just like go into couples therapy together because they're both just like both of their wives are desperately trying. <laughs> yeah, and you desperately know trying to give them the help and support they need. Yeah. But they simply won't hear it. They're gonna have that awesome buddy cop movie where they try to get their divorces undivorced. <laughs> If this divorce goes under 90 miles an hour, yeah. this Tesla will auto park. <laughs> Still more 48 hours. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they all get... I was thinking more like a bringing out your dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where the ghosts of girlfriends pass. <laughs> gotcha. Haunt them in an ambulance. But not the movie The Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. No. Gotcha. No, the movie haunts them. <laughs> Understood. They got it stuck in the DVD player that they installed. <laughs> in the ambulance. <laughs> it won't come out. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I really like Bringing Out the Dead. It's, it's a, a great movie. It's a great it's movie. It's a solid Nick Cage performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the last good thing that Paul Schrader did up until First Reformed like last year. But I, I would love that movie even more if every time he opened up the ambulance to bring a patient in, it was a VHS copy of, <laughs> of Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, a movie that would not come out for like 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, like they're like they're people in the like apartment building that he's getting them out of, but then he gets them in the back and says, oh, I'm not losing the patient today, rips off the blanket. <laughs> no Uh yeah, so, watch the hell out of that. That'd be movie. a great movie. That'd be great. Uh so then some more stuff happens? Yeah, what happens now? Uh, uh we're in the compound. Oh, that's right. They decide that they're gonna do a deal with the other mob guys. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the compound, and Chains is just like, oh, I wouldn't worry about that mafioso. He's crazy in the head. By which I mean, I severed his head and put it in this biker helmet. Yeah. Now go deliver it to these Italian guys at this restaurant. And I will say, Lance Hendrickson, brilliant tour de force performance in the scene where he delivers the head. 
Because he walks in to the uh, to the restaurant with a big fucking box, a black box with a silver yeah, bow. Yeah, it's a big box wrapped in paper. It looks like a Tim Burton yeah. present. Yeah, he sets it down on the table, and one of the goons goes and picks it up, and he slaps him with a breadstick. <laughs> And turns the box around because it has to be very particularly opened if the effect is going to happen. He does, he opens the box, he pulls out the helmet and he's like, it's a nice gesture, but uh, I don't ride. And he's like, oh, don't you? And lifts up the visor (laughs) to see the severed head. Which, like, if you're picking up a helmet and you're not feeling the extra weight of a severed head. Hey, if you're picking up a helmet and the head doesn't fall out of the hole at the bottom of <laughs> yeah, the helmet. That's pretty good, too. Uh, it looks like it just got... The way the head is in there, you can see the whole face through the little eye yeah, slit. Like smushed up yeah, weird. It yeah. feels like he got modocked in there or something. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh, get you, X-Men! But anyway, they set up the deal to sell the P2P. Yeah, the that's peer-to-peer right. network. I got this idea. What if I sent you a song? We're gonna do a great job together. Yeah. That's the invention of Napster. Yeah. And I then... thought there would be more gas in this tank. <laughs> but then I realized I don't super remember how Napster worked. I just remember it as a peer-to-peer system. Yeah. That isn't shorthanded P2P. And you know that it's the fine Napster P2P because it's clear and in a vial, as opposed to the LimeWire P2P, which was all like a green flaky dust. Ooh, or the Kazaa P2P, which was, oh no, virus! Yeah. What was or that? my favorite, ED2K. See, I was, uh, as soon as Napster went down, I dabbled with LimeWire for a little bit, but then what was it, uh, Soul Search, where you could download a whole album? Soul Search? Oh, I don't know Never that one. That. Ooh, yeah, you didn't have to, like, find different like if you wanted an album you just typed in the album and like the entire file structure would download oh, nice. instead of on like Napster or LimeWire where it's like well I got uh, uh, you know 124k quality of this song and the next song is 30 kilobytes yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess this is just where we are as a people now <laughs> yeah now you, I had Kazaa which meant if you wanted a song you had to download nine versions of the song because it was guaranteed because it was guaranteed that eight of them would be mislabeled not the whole song taped off the radio yep. you also had to like you, you had to think how the person would be wrong in how they uploaded the song. Yes. Like, if you wanted Melt the World by Modern English, you had to be like, uh, stop and melt by The Cure. Okay, all right, cool, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the stuff I downloaded, besides music from Kazaa, were whole episodes of Seinfeld. Nice. nice. Yeah. See, I didn't have the bandwidth to do, like, video Free downloads. college internet, baby. Oh, on, nice. on my college network, they, like, capped it pretty oh, hard. Oh, no, we had straight up, like, at the time, like, like super land, like, broadband, like, nice. the best internet you could get at the time. Nice. We did all network our iTunes so that, like, you could just listen to everybody's library. We had a shared Kazaa folder on our file that I didn't know about until one day I said, what's this my shared folder? And then I clicked onto it, and then it was 400 blowjob videos. <laughs> and each one was labeled blowjob 1, blowjob <laughs> two. 2, up through blowjob 400. <laughs> Uh, and then underneath that was like a whole bunch of movies. So there was like Blade 2, <laughs> Monsters Ball, and a bunch of other stuff. 
So like I had a lot of I had a lot of movies I got to watch. And a lot of blowjobs. Ah, not my thing. <laughs> I mean, you seen one, you seen most of them. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't need to watch four hundred. I got through like seventy or eighty. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, you know what? I can see where this artist is plateaued. Yeah, right. They're just repeating their past endeavor. I mean, that was the thing is I started from the beginning. I yeah. went one through like one through seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, but it ah, was. See, you gotta go to uh, fucking. I should have. Ju- I should have jumped into like the three hundred. Yeah, you do the machete order. Yeah, yeah. that was the problem. I didn't watch the blowjobs correctly. <laughs> um, of course, now that the sequel blowjobs are out, you can just watch them in release order, and it's right. Fine. Yeah, of course, it's a lot easier. Um, people only like the middle blowjob. What's weird? <laughs> <about that? laughs> it was the only blowjob that really challenged what a blowjob could be. That's true. You could see that the that the artists clearly put all of their fascinations into that one like alchemic formula. If it, if we were actually mapping it to the Star Wars like sequel trilogy, it wouldn't be a blowjob at all. It'd be like a rim job. <laughs> It'd be like like so wildly different <laughs> than the other two. <sighs> uh, Last Jedi's still real good. Yeah, it's fucking great. Not enough blowjobs. Well. I don't know. There That's, was Ray Park did uh, quote accidentally post a BJ video. I thought to he got hacked. I thought he got hacked. <laughs> That's I, what we always so say. So after that, after the fact, his wife came out and said he, like she posted this big long thing that said he was hacked. Because that first night when it went down, it was holy shit. Ray Park is posting like revenge porn of his wife, and it's this whole big thing. Well, because it clearly wasn't his wife in the picture, right? And it's shot in the way that you're all imagining a blowjob video on the internet, so it's impossible to tell who the like right. male is in that situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know because here's the thing: there are no actual news stories about it anywhere that I can find. It's all just like Twitter chatter. Yeah, the last thing I saw was the like the Instagram post his wife put out with the note that was like I like because the night before when it first blew up somebody was like I messaged his wife and here and she said like it's him and he's nasty and it's bad right here's a message from his daughter that's like he's a piece of shit so (laughs) his so his wife from her official Instagram put out a a thing and confirmed it with some other blue checkmark person like journalist and was like no it's not him he was hacked Yada yada. So like Ray Park, I think is still okay. Although from what I have heard from a bunch of like Reddit comments, he's apparently still kind of an asshole to people sometimes. Sure. I mean, yeah, I can see that. He did exactly one thing that nerds are obsessed with. That's I not true. It. He played. He was Toad. S- no, he was Snake Eyes in the GI Joe movies. Ooh, right. You know the part where he was not required to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you may have noticed that his most famous role is dubbed by uh, Peter Serafinowicz yep. in uh, fucking Phantom Menace. And uh, Sam... Sam Witwer. Yeah. In uh, Solo, Solo. Star Wars. Star Wars. Solo. Yeah. Uh, and then as Toad, he does use his voice. It turns out he talks like this. Yeah. I'm Toad, I am, I am. Yep. <laughs> so I, 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 got, I got his autograph when we went to uh, the Star Wars convention a couple years ago. And it was... Boy, howdy. Like, it was really hard to try to square that experience with, like, oh, he's a piece of shit because he was such a, like, doof. You know what that I mean? That does not surprise me. <laughs> like, he was just so, like, nothing going on. I just couldn't imagine that. He signed it and he hands the poster back to me and he's just like, hey, 
I signed it, may the force be with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I see that remark. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. So it's just like, I just, I couldn't reconcile that, like, look in that movie. (laughs) I know, dude. Bitter revenge porn. We're here in a convention. About those movies. But you see what I did there? Hey, <laughs> everybody, look what I did. Hold the line for a minute. I want everybody to see what's happening here. So I signed this guy's autograph, right? You saw it. You saw it. And I took my pen and I wrote down on there. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, I wrote oh, he down this. probably right like, have a good summer. Or, he was real fun in chemistry class, or have a nice day. But I don't know if you remember, I was in a movie <laughs> called Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> and one of the lines in that movie was, may the force be with you. Now, now, I, didn't, didn't now I didn't say it in the movie. And I didn't know this, but apparently that's a thing that's said in all the movies. <laughs> now, I was going to write, may the force Force be with you, like like a joke. But then I remembered, this isn't a spaceballs poster. <laughs> this is a poster with Star Wars on it. So I took me pen, right? You know what a pen is. So what they do, you see, is they take some ink. You know what ink is, right? See what they do is they beat up an octopus and they take his pee. That's the ink. <laughs> put that in a tube and they put a little knife at the end of that tube and that knife has a hole in it for the octopus pee to come through and I take that knife and I sign the poster did I tell you what I put on that poster it does make me kind of wish that I brought a piece of toad merch (laughs) so anyways good times uh, so yeah, Shit, where are we? <laughs> uh, who got? I, so at this point, fucking Stone Cold has figured out that they're gonna try to whip the whip. Yeah, they're gonna try to assassinate the DA uh, to stop him from getting the death penalty for their friend. Yeah. So Stone Cold uh, meets with his FBI contacts, and they're just like, "Hey, we're pulling you out because it's way too dangerous. This biker gang just killed two National Guardsmen. Like, this is a shit show. We gotta just shut it down." And he's like, "No." I've set up a drug deal between the Brotherhood and the Mafia, and Nancy, I'm pretty sure I can get her to turn state's evidence, so we'll have the witness, we'll have the Mafia, and we'll have the Brotherhood, like, all getting caught in the act. We gotta pull this off. It's our one shot, our one opportunity. We gotta mom spaghetti this shit. And they're like, well, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. all right, fine. If only I had the authority to stop you, but I, your boss, am powerless. <laughs> Unfortunately, when he gets back to the uh, uh, the place, the compound. Well, no. So what happens is he he goes to take like this meeting in a a, a parking lot somewhere, but then Ice sees him, and Ice has been like on his ass the whole time, and Ice is like, "Hey, Stone!" and he fucking shoots him fucking machine gun at him and kills a bunch of randos. Uh, No, he doesn't kill any randos. He does uh, destroy priceless, uh, like, water fountain water jugs. (laughs) For, like, an office water cooler. Yes. Uh, There's a brief motorcycle chase 
because the boss knows if Ice gets back to camp, he's going to be blown. His cover will be blown. Yeah. Uh, so they have a brief motorcycle chase, which ends abruptly when Ice fucking drives <laughs> into a car. Yep. And instead of all normal motorcycle ch- uh, crashes. You think, oh, he's going to go over the hood. No. Yeah. He doesn't. He stopped dead in his tracks. And then he explodes. <laughs> the motorcycle does not explode. William Forsyth explodes. It's the yeah. vodka content. <laughs> He's so boozed up, it's actually just spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Um, but not before he can... He's lying dead on the ground, or dying on the ground. And as he lay dying, like that beautiful William Faulkner novel, he says, Fuck you, cop! <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, buddy, you don't have the upper hand in this. Read the room. You're dying of an explosion. <laughs> uh, Which then he probably does. So they bring his corpse back to compound and Chains is going to give him a biker viking funeral. Yeah, they set him up on a bunch of logs and they throw him on, covering him gas and burning. Uh, they put his corpse on his motorcycle. They do. On a bunch of logs. On a bunch of logs. With sunglasses and a lit cigar. And then, instead of, like, like just, like, pouring gasoline around him, a guy takes a bucket and just splashes it up at the top. Yeah, like it's the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then Lance Henriksen throws a whole giant Olympic torch at him. Yeah. Yep. And he blows up. Yeah. Uh, so Stone Cold goes to talk to Nancy, and Nancy's just like, well, I'm really upset that they killed those two National Guardsmen. Like, you gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah, Killing and he's National like, Guardsmen. Yeah, and she's like, I'm getting out of here. And he goes, wait, I got a thing working. I can get you out if you just listen to me. She's like, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah let's go to a diner. <laughs> and then yeah. they make out for a little bit. Yeah. Then they go to a diner. Uh, uh, he has eggs over my hammy. Yes. Yeah. And this is actually when we get the ice chase. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that all breaks out. Then they set his body on fire. And then Chains is and like... And then Nancy is just like, I'm feeling real vulnerable. And Stone Cold is just like, hey, I can get you out, but you got to play by my rules. Then they make out. Then they go to a diner. <laughs> That's when Ice shows up and is like, oh, I see that guy talking to a cop. So they have a bit of a motorcycle chase, right? <laughs> and uh, it ends when Ice runs into a car and fucking explodes. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. And with his dying breath, as he lay dying like that beautiful William <laughs> <laughs> he just says, fuck you, cop. Which, like, read the room. I know, right? Come on. You are low status in this improv, sir. So anyways, they set him up for a big biker viking funeral. Yeah, they put him on his motorcycle and they, like... On a bunch of logs. They throw gasoline like the ice bucket challenge and Lance Hendrickson, like, hurls an Olympic torch to light him ablaze to send him to, not Valhalla, but... To party in the ozone. Yeah, <laughs> ozone party. party. That's where the brotherhood ozone. goes when they die. See, yeah. that's the problem. By sending him to party in the ozone, they put that big hole in the ozone. You know who's got to fix that? Christopher Lambert and Highlander 2. And fact, it yeah. does not work out. True facts. So anyway, back to the movie. This is where Stone Cold notices that Nancy is having some emotions. She's real upset because oh, they killed two National Guardsmen in cold blood. There's got to be a line. Right? Yeah. And it's here, obviously. So she's like, hey, you want to go to a diner? Let's go to a diner. And he's like, I'm a cop. <laughs> Are you a cop? I'm a cop. Are you a cop? 
Uh, no, but basically, yeah, like, uh, Nancy's starting to get wise, and she's just like, hey. Well, she gets a phone call. Yeah, from Early, her early, yeah, Earlier, Lance Henriksen had called, like, his friend in the police department to run a back tra- background check on, uh, on John Stone. She finally calls back and talks to Nancy, and she goes, uh, the name John Stone's, his license is cross-referenced with a Joe Huff, who's an Alabama cop? Yeah. And I was like... What the worst fucking undercover job of all time. And Never trust the FBI. True. No, guys, That's not know. true. I trust Fox Mulder implicitly. Well, oh. fair, but not actually. I only trust Fox Mulder if Scully's vouching. That's true, because if there's a, a Mulder without a Scully, he is just like... No, batshit crazy. Everybody's a vampire except for me! Ah! And Scully's like, Mulder, calm down. What did we talk about? To be fair, those people were vampires. <laughs> That's true. They That's were. true. They were. I know, do you remember the time when he was like, there's a Loch Ness Monster in this lake, and Scully went, shut up, Mulder, and then they left? There was a Loch Ness Monster in that lake! <laughs> yeah. No, I remember that episode. Yeah. That was a very special episode. It was. Trust Scully, is all I'm saying. Well, look, I trust Scully implicitly as well. Although it's hard sometimes, because she's like, aliens don't exist. Scully, you just had an alien put in your belly. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, but there's probably a scientific explanation for that. Yes, they put an alien in your belly and it gestated inside you. But is it an alien or I is mean, it corn? I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, it? neither were we. Yeah. <laughs> we were. It was an alien human hybrid that was implanted in her by one of the two warring factions it's of aliens, aliens who were going to take over the world. Wait a minute. No, I thought she gave birth to bees. Isn't that what the movie was? No, no she no, got no. stung by a bee and that's how the alien got put in her tummy. Yeah. It's metaphorical. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah. And then Martin Landau pees on an on an ID Ford poster. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, because that's not a real alien movie. True facts. No. Get him, Chris Carter. Yeah. Show those <laughs> bastards. You know what's really funny is before the X Files movie came out, I went to an X the I went to an X Files convention, and that's where they premiered the Independence Day trailer. <laughs> yeah, like that's the weird thing. Is like there was. I mean, it's all Fox, anyways. Like yeah. the Venn diagram of people who like X Files and people who like Independence Day is just a circle. Yeah, yeah. but on the outside of that circle is Chris Carter. That's true. <laughs> That's very Chris Carter true. stands on the outside of all circles. <laughs> Chris Carter spent nine years on that show going like, how can I get out of paying these guys what they're worth? <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way. Yeah. And then he scribbled on a cocktail napkin of a cryptic message that we only now have put together. He crumpled it up and threw it away. But a wise diner waitress was just like, no, I need to decode what it means that Maybe in 30 years I'll get Murray from Flight of the Concords to be a werewolf, question mark? Where li- uh, human. Where human. He's a lizard that turns into a man. <laughs> yeah, what well, now we know. Yeah. Sure. I thought, I, I mean... Rise the, the Darby's? What's his name? Reese Darby? Reese Darby. I mean, the real, the real key to Chris Car- Carter and the real thing that he set out into the world is... What if X-File, but three nerds? <laughs> oh, the lone, the lone gunman. gunman. You know oh, it, baby. So good. There was so the, bad. What was that episode where they found the car that runs on water? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we can't release this to the public because then they're going to pave too many roads. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about, you idiot nerds? Oh, Frohickey does the tango is still the best episode of television. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, Lone Gunman, great show. 
<laughs> so uh, this sets into account the the kind of final thing of the movie. Uh, Nancy rats on she snitches yeah. on fucking Joe yeah. on Stone Cold. Um, and in well, well, we, I guess thing this is like right after the deal goes yes. the way it does. So, uh, we're, we're, so B- Chains brings the brings Stone Cold into his like little clubhouse, and he's yes. just like, "We're having a going away party." Oh. Who's going away? <laughs> and the Bolivian comes out of the bathroom. With both his ears. Weird. So it was, we think that Nancy ratted him out, but it looks like it's the Bolivian that ratted him out. Right. Ratted him out. Uh, so Lance Hendricks is just like, well, let's kill the Bolivian, because you know what? God forgives, but I don't. And then says to uh, Stone Cold, I'm going to break your heart. Which is just like, oh, buddy, but your friendship means so much. Yeah, and then he shoots Nancy. Yeah. That was mean. Yeah, and then he tries to shoot Stone Cold, but oh, oh no. no bullets. He's Empty chain. No. So he put three bullets in the, the spinny chamber thing. Yeah. And then he spun it. So he had the first two he shot, but then he ended on an empty chamber. And then he's like, I guess you live today. And he throws the gun away. And then that's it. They go run the deal. Yeah. And nobody mentions Nancy ever again. Nope. Because why would they? Well, to be fair, I think at this point they've already run the... They've run the drug deal. Correct. Right, because yeah. this is all after the drug deal where uh, they get the, they, the truck. They get the, the P2P. Yeah, P2P. And they, they, think, the, they the, think that they're going to meet at this warehouse where they've got all the feds staked out. But, but instead they meet Instead, they're just like, nah, let's go to the docks instead. And he's like... Okay, oh no! Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Stone Cold hightails it to the original meeting place, and he's just like, uh, so we fucked up, and now they have all the drugs that they're gonna sell to get the money to buy a helicopter to kill the DA somehow? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so he has to catch up, and this is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. He speeds so up alongside this truck. And full of mafia guys. Full of mafia guys. He goes and he says, "Pull over!" <laughs> and the mafia guy says, "Fuck you!" And the other mafia guy just gives him the finger. Yeah, <laughs> and then, for like a second, <sighs> and it's just like, "Ray, come on!" And then Stone Cold shoots the like hydraulic, like pneumatic tubes that attach the trailer to the truck, the semi. Right. It falls off. They both collide into a gas station. That no, no, no. they. Go past a gas station that just explodes. <laughs> a gas station that has a car at the pump and people yeah. inside. Yep. The whole thing goes up in flames. Yep, and he just rides his motorcycle away. Keeps on yep. going. Uh, but yeah, then he goes back, and they've got her there, and he's like, oh, betrayal's a bitch. Yep. And who do they bring out but the Bolivian? Yep. yep. Uh, so they're like, all right, here's our plan to kill the DA. He, the DA, has brought the case to the Alabama Supreme Court. M- Mississippi Supreme Court. Mississippi Supreme, Supreme Court. Yeah, they're in right. Biloxi, I yeah. think. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to fly a helicopter, and we're going to tie a bomb to you, and we're going to throw you out of the helicopter <laughs> to land in the building and then blow up. And that's how we're going to do it. Yeah. But just in case, I guess... We should dress Lance Hendrickson up like a priest. (laughs) And also, at some point, days before, somebody hit a Tech 9 under his chair that they knew he was going to be sitting in. Right. 
Because they have pre-assigned seats at the court, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like an AFC movie theater. It's like them ahead of time. Yeah. You want to make sure you get the, a good seat for the Supreme Court, you see. Yeah. Right. Uh, so the Supreme Court basically rules that, like, no, we're going to, we're, we're handing down the death sentence, which is not how, Supreme Courts can't just change the ruling like yeah. that. Also, also, I'm pretty sure Supreme Courts don't handle criminal cases. No, they would handle, like, if it was a procedural error that led to the outcome, right. they, they would look at the procedure that had happened and Correct. either overrule what had happened, either innocent or guilty, or uphold the ruling and kick it back to a lower court. I was about to say, they kick it back to, like, an appellate court or something like that. Uh, But in this case, Lance Hendrickson just goes, pulls out his Tech 9 murders... Everybody, the Supreme Court. He does it in one. He he does it in one spray. He goes, and all of them go, pip, 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 and drop. I cannot express how like it is in that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is best friends with Mel Gibson for some reason. Yes, and they do their Mr. Smith. And they do Mr. Smith goes to Washington, and he just obliterates the Senate. Yeah, it's exactly like that. that. Exactly great. With the exception of throwing like. The fucking shield through somebody's head. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they've got the whip in like a half Nelson, and this is my second favorite line delivery oh, of the whole movie. Definitely. It's a great line. Lance Hendrickson looks at the whip and he says, You know what? In times like these, I'm reminded of the last thing my father ever said to me. No, son, that gun is loaded! Brap! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it blows into smithereens. Meanwhile... Which at this the, point, as we noted in the like, movie, the rescue mission has been failed. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The court's all dead. Uh, again, dead. To, yeah. to bring it back to Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, Kefka has brought forth the world of ruin. Yeah. You have already failed your mission. The best you can do is try to dole out some punishment to the perpetrator. Meanwhile, this whole time, the entire biker gang has gone full Dawn of the Dead (laughs) and have started riding through the halls of the Supreme Court building, just murdering people indiscriminately left and right. All over. Meanwhile, up in the chopper, uh, Stone Cold manages to... uh, 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 extract himself they've tied him to the fuel line that is inside, you see. (laughs) And he uses that to spray in their faces takes the bomb, straps it onto a different guy, kicks him out the window, he <laughs> explodes, and then his body just, like, continues tumbling yeah. on fire to the ground. Yeah, his charred corpse. Right. But this is my favorite human explosion in the movie, because this is the only one that just goes... Yeah. But it, it's like it just it goes... I gotta say, though, my favorite human explosion is still yet to happen, and I will point it out. <laughs> All right. It is so good. So he... <laughs> Uh, Stone Cold and AWOL get into a fight, and he's like, you land this thing, and he goes, okay, and then he drives, like, he flies super down low on the street, and he's gonna fly it into the court building, and then they get there, and he goes, pull up, and he goes, okay, (laughs) and then he chokes him out to a fucking dead sleep, leaps out of a helicopter, goes down (laughs) 30 feet, Hits a glass, glass window, yeah. then drops another 30 feet, lands on his feet, turns around, and fucking shoots a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just and like it, it's nothing. It's at this point that he is just the Terminator. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's the boss. Yeah. True. Uh, so, yeah, he is going through the courthouse, just blowing away bad guys left and right. 
Uh, he comes up to one of the bad guys who is yelling at the cop barricade outside. We got hostages. You stay away. If you come any closer, we'll kill the hostages. Uh, fucking the boss turns a corner and see that, oh no, it's that guy and also Pickles. Yeah, yeah it's it's Pickles the dumb biker. And Pickles is, and like, Pickles is just like, no, Pickles is just like, nah, man. You, I'll, I'll do a distraction. You get out of here. But he's so bad at it that other biker turns around and is like, hey, who are you talking to? Oh, it's Boz! And just blasts Pickles away. Oh, and, like, man. Pickles, like, we knew Pickles had, like, kind of a heart. Because when they killed the two National Guardsmen earlier. He's like, hey, he's this like, isn't the violent white supremacist biker gang I signed up for. Because he yeah. says, he goes, we live together, we ride together. And we would kill for one another. But you killing these two guys is, is wrong. <laughs> and then they take his hand and they stick it in the revving wheel of a motorcycle. Uh, yep. So anyways, he gets uh, killed. This is where, so, uh, fucking the Boz gets some revenge for Pickles. And this is my favorite human explosion. Where Boz... With like a, a fucking tactical assault shotgun. Yeah, it's a tactical mega shot. Yeah. Shoots him through a window. He flies through that window and crushes a car, which then explodes. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Then he uh how does he blow up the helicopter? Oh, because he oh, meets oh, uh, Lance the, Henriksen uh, yeah, in the final the show. That's right. And Lance Henriksen tells the guy who's driving Lance Henriksen around, take him out or whatever. And then the guy revs his motorcycle up and tries to charge tries and to, run like, him over. Him. That's right. So Brosworth does what any normal human being would do, which is step slightly to the left. And, and the, shoot him. And shoot him. Yeah, and the bike off the bike. Goes the bike out goes the out the window. Into the Huey. Huge <laughs> explosion. <laughs> the bike goes into the Huey. The Huey goes into a car. Everything explodes. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> Double whammy, tough break, Max, Dad. Uh, so now it is time for the final battle. It's Hendrickson versus the Boz. And I can only imagine that the Boz had a clause in his contract where no human, like... Could harm him. Right. I mean, with the exception of, like, Pit Fighter, no one does. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And I'll bet that was a fight on set. I'll bet the director was like, look, I know, but you, you'll you look even tougher if you take the punishment <laughs> and still... G- it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and come up for more. And then Rocky is just like, hey, you want to go to a diner? So Rocky and the boss go to a diner. <laughs> and Rocky's all like, well, there's got to be a line. You're killing people who call blood. That's the line. Anyway, I'm real sad. Can you get me out of this biker gang? And they give Rocky a Viking <laughs> So I will say, I would watch an entire fucking movie if it was just that scene in Rocky Six where he is clearly irritating the couple that are eating at his restaurant. (laughs) If it was just a whole movie where he was basically Rupert Pumpkin from King of Comedy. Hey, you want to hear about the time of Florida and Paolo Creed? Uh, Actually, we're just going to try and enjoy this fettuccine. I ended communism for you! (laughs) The the fettuccine's great. I just wanted to eat these, these noodles. I lost my best friend! Uh, who's your best friend? Adrian! <laughs> oh, th- this place is named Adrian's. Is that I named? I know, a- she's my wife. 
Oh, your wife and your best friend. I guess that makes sense. You know what? A lot of men are very lucky when their wife and their best friend is the same person. You know, that's true, actually. That's a very nice sentence. I love that in the anniversary call for my wife, Adrian. <laughs> if you could just stop screaming, though, you're spitting into my fettuccine. I literally can't. <laughs> yeah. Nor close my mouth all the way. I love how uh, you feel. Like, excuse me, I will be go making a charitable donation to a uh, punch like, drunk society, exactly, to some sort of brain injury charity. Yeah, what no, is like the no, no, right no. name for punch drunk? So it turns out that he doesn't have a brain injury. That's the whole thing. Is that I guess I never actually saw that movie. I just watched a bunch of trailers. So this in Rocky Five, that's the whole thing. He has to retire. Oh yeah, Rocky Five. Because in Rocky Five, he yeah. has to retire because he suffered a massive head trauma from fighting Drago. So he tries to do commercials. It doesn't work. Then he beats up Tommy Gunn and the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Sue me for sue me for what? I didn't hear no bell. Blah. Movie ends. Twenty years later, he's a very old man. Yeah. And he's uh, they want him to fight a young guy, and he goes into well because get... the video game told him to. Yes. And he goes there, and they like, well, you got it. No doctor's gonna clear you. And he goes to the doctor, and he goes, actually, your head's perfectly fine. <laughs> they mu- and he literally says something like, they must have misdiagnosed you. What? You're great. <laughs> and then he gets to like fight, and they're just like, look, you're not you're not fast enough, and you're. Thing. The only thing you have is brute force. And so, like, they turn him into this monster fucking Hulk, and his whole job is to stand there and take punishment and hit him with these giant monster hands. Well, yeah, because the only. I remember distinctly the scene in the trailer where he's talking to, I guess, the boxing commission, and they're, like, denying him a boxing license. And he's just like, Isn't there ever something that you wanted to do so bad? And everyone said it was a bad idea, but you had to do it? And they're like, Well. Yeah, he cite precedent. I guess we gotta give him his license. Give him your license. And they yeah. do. And he fights the heavyweight champion of the world to a draw. A split decision. Nice. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? That movie's real good. It's like the only other Rocky movie that's a lot like the first Rocky, where it's this very nice slice of life movie. Yeah, where it's he's like just, a character study. Yeah, he's, he's just this, almost a Scorsese movie. Yeah, that first Rocky. He's just like he's just like this old broken down man. But then like. It at the very end, all of a sudden, he's like, "Yeah, I guess I'm gonna fight this guy." And they shoot the whole fight like it's an HBO fight. So like the like the cameras yeah, change. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I've it's seen that. Real. And they like they basically. Uh, I remember Stallone saying like, "To make it real, we had to make contact." Yeah. So, I mean, like, they're, they're, well, obviously they're pulling their punches, but oh, they're yeah. making a lot of contact. And the guy's a real fighter. Yeah. Anyways, Wild. anyway, yeah. Creed rules. Yeah. yeah, have you seen Creed two? No, I'm real excited to though. It's on Amazon right now. I watched it. It isn't as silly as Rocky four, but it's close. <laughs> yeah, isn't it fucking Drago's son? Comes? He fights Drago's yeah. son, but there's like a lot of great scenes where like because for no, there's no reason that Apollo. I mean, I guess the idea is that Apollo Creed's son is gonna get revenge on Drago for murdering his dad by beating Drago's son in a fight. And like, but this new Drago is just Drago light, and he, him and his, like, he hates his dad. Like, the whole time, like, the whole idea is that after Ivan Drago got beat by Rocky, the whole Soviet Union turned on him, and he became Mickey Rourke from Iron Man 2. Okay. <laughs> and just had to sit in a room drinking vodka and going, <laughs> with a bird. Uh, and eventually he trains his son to, like, get himself back in with the good graces with, you know, 
the communists who aren't in charge anymore, I guess? I, guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird movie. But he, like, Creed almost, like, he turned, he, they do, like, Nightfall in this movie. Creed gets beat up so badly that he has to do, like, this very long, like, rebuild back to boxing. Nice. But there's no Asriel to take his place <laughs> in the oh, ring for a man. period of time. With big, sharp, pointy boxing gloves. Nah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, uh, the boss is beating up Lance Hendrickson. Yeah, it's not even a fight. No, he, just he throws him the... down a couple uh, sets of uh, throws him down a mar- no, marble no, staircase. No, no, no. He headbutts him down. Yeah, that's true. A marble staircase. Yeah, and then he picks him up and throws him down again. Well, he picks up a gun. Well, he and he gets his big action line where he's just like, "Hey, imagine the future because you won't be in it." And then he pulls the trigger. Which, hold on. Okay. Let's camp out on this for a second. <laughs> Because how can you imagine yourself not existing? That's the thing about the Boz. <laughs> he's a he's really he really is a philosopher. He yeah, really does get to Bi- the heart of the matter. What Bill Murray refers to as the sly man of enlightenment, where you kind of like saddle up to enlightenment. You <laughs> yeah, know? you don't walk right up to it. You don't avoid it. You just sort of like. Shimmy your shoulders. <laughs> yeah. He's not a Kierkegaard. He ain't diving right into yeah. it. Sure. He's going to dip a toe in first and yeah. get the feel of the water. Well, he also, he read the Night of Resignation and was just like, that's bullshit. I'm not going to just be sad because I'm supposed to be. That's dumb, Kierkegaard. Get out of here. No. Now this Hegel fella's got some ideas. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> That's not that interesting. Uh, so yeah, he he puts this gun in Lance Hendrickson's face and he pulls the trigger. Click, more bullets. So throw Lance Hendrickson down some more marble stairs. Then the fuzz show up, uh, and then uh, finally I don't know where Lance shows up again. And he's like, "Well, Lance is being or oh yeah, yeah sorry, so I thought like, you meant yeah. Lance Hendrickson no, 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 who's no, no. being arrested." Yeah, yeah. no, Lance yeah. the partner shows up and they're like, "Hey, you all did a great job," and he's like, "Thanks." I'm gonna go home. Well, hold on, because Lance Hendrickson... No, I know. That's what I was gonna say. He goes, yeah. I'm gonna go home, and he starts to walk gotcha. away. Okay. And then Lance Hendrickson is being held by two cops. He spins one around, like in the middle of a tango, pulls their gun out, and is about to shoot the boss. But then, bam, 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 who shoots him? It's Lance. Pulling the Reginald Bell Johnson. That's right. Finally getting over his fear of germs... To kill another human. Yeah. He's also gotten a sweet stud earring in his yes. ear. <laughs> he does well, he was the earring. other one that the Bolivian had. Yeah. 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 Um, so he's the one it's who kills... forfeiture, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, so then the boss is just like... Ugh. Yeah. He walks... (laughs) That's what he says. I love this ending credit sequence so much. Because he he starts to walk out of the courthouse and it's just like kind of slow motion and everybody is rushing in behind him as he just walks towards the camera and then like the this triumphant fake 38 special song starts playing yeah. the credits start he rolling he a good like 15 yards away from the fucking courthouse and it's just it's like he's trying to remember where he parked <laughs> yeah. yeah he's definitely going he immediately oh, is just like where is the circle lot uh oh <laughs> uh oh I'm in way over my head and as like, soon as his big dumb face is the biggest <laughs> thing in the screen freeze frame <laughs> And that is the end of Stone Cold, and we will be right back 
with bullet points. <laughs> bullet points! And our first bullet point is body count. Oof. Body counts. Patrick, what do you think the body count of Stone Cold was? Uh, I'm going to go 24. Ooh, okay, 24. John, body count of Stone Cold. <laughs> Oof. Uh, 30. I'm going to go an even 30. 30, all right. right. Playing by Price is Right rules. Whoever gets the closest without going over wins. John, you are the winner. Hey, hey, what do you get? What do you get? 45 was Ooh, the confirmed kill right. count. 45. That's Remember nice. that Lance Hendrickson literally murders a courtroom full of people and judges. <laughs> True facts. True facts. Yeah. Uh, One spray kills 30 people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the judges all jump up individually, one after another, like a synchronized dance sequence. <laughs> yeah. To get mowed down. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. As th- they enter according to rank, they're supposed to leave in the reverse order of their rank. <laughs> and, they, you know, Rules look, are rules. You do something a hundred times, you, you can't think of doing it another way. <laughs> gotcha, of course. So that's going to take us to our next bullet point. Best kill. John, what is the best kill from Stone Cold? Whew, there are a lot of really good explosions to choose from in this movie. Yeah, Yeah, all the deaths are mostly explosion related. Yeah, or like an explosion results. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with whipping the whip. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, retract that. Edit that out. Don't make me look like an idiot. Too late. Point. Oh, no. So, Lance Hendrickson, when he is in the trial, he announces himself in a very specific way, where he leans forward to the guy in front of him, puts the gun right up to his body, and just shoots 30 rounds through him. Yeah. And it is beautiful, like, smoky squibs, just like... Oh, it's it's exquisite. It's the closest thing this movie comes to, like, like, John Woo... Like, it's very, like, that one moment. Yeah, it is. It's so operatic and over the top. Ridiculous and unexpected. Yes. And it's, because in this point of the movie, you're like, oh, the the boss is going to stop him, right? No. No. Nope. That's the hard truth, my friends. It is. Patrick, best kill from Stone Cold. I'm going with the judges. I fucking love it. (laughs) I love those judges popping up like whack-a-moles and just getting blown to pieces and their robes all rippling all up in the air. Ah, fucking judges. Nah. (laughs) Some of them probably weren't even lawyers. Right. They just passed a test. (laughs) That's all you have to be to be a lawyer. It is. That's all you have to be to be a judge. Yeah, Yeah. true. The whole point of the whole point of a lawyer is they're supposed to tell the judge what the law says. Hey, in Cook County, all you have to do to be a judge is win an election. No, all you have to do to be a judge is pay the Madigan family a lot of money. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> that's how I got my parking sticker. <laughs> that's how I got my venture card. <laughs> I think that's how I got my library card. <laughs> I think some of that money went to Dick Mel, too. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, anyways, Mark, best kill. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ice's death. That's a great one. Because, I again, and it can't be, I gotta say this, it's William Forsyth. Yeah. Noted character actor, William Forsyth. And he is riding this sweet fucking Harley hog down this street. 
He's got this jet black, like, meatloaf hair. He looks like the fucking, like, drummer from Pantera. Yeah. And he is riding full blast on this motorcycle. He goes against a, like, Buick. Yep. They are driving at each other at speed. Again, neither of them continue, like, the... the, the the car should plow through that motorcycle and he should fly in the air. But what happens is the car and the motorcycle stop. They hit each other and just completely bring each other to a complete stop. And then William Forsythe explodes <laughs> yeah. and flies through the air. And he explodes so quickly and so beautifully that he suffers no burns. Yeah. And then he says, as he lies dying, like that beautiful William Faulkner novel, <laughs> Fuck you, cop! Uh- so it's like, read the room. Give, they are going to give him a biker viking funeral. Yeah. yeah, they throw a bunch of gas on him from a bucket like it's a goddamn ice bucket challenge. They throw a torch at him. And then Nancy is just like, I got to get out of here. You want to go to a diner? Yeah. <laughs> so ice bucket challenge reminds me of the best ice bucket challenge, which is David Lynch getting iced espresso poured over him. While he plays Somewhere Over the Rainbow on a trumpet. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. And that reminded me that yesterday's David Lynch weather report is beautiful. (laughs) He's holding a big glass jar. And that's yesterday, July 29th. Correct. Uh, He's holding a giant glass jar, half of which is painted brown. And he just does the weather report. He's like, it's coming in 65 degrees. Hoping for that golden sunshine. (laughs) For those of you that are just hearing me audio only, you can't see the large jug I've got. That's all for today. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. God bless you, David Lynch. David Lynch becoming a YouTube star was not on my 2020 (laughs) bingo card. It's like the one good thing. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, So that is going to take us to our next bullet point. War crimes. (laughs) War crimes. John, tell me about some war crimes. Oh, diverting military surplus equipment into the hands of a white national terror cell (laughs) with the explicit purpose to launch a domestic terror attack on government property. Yeah, but fuck them judges. Yeah, I agree. Fuck them judges. (laughs) But you know what? There's a better way. (laughs) Not Mississippi in 91. I guess the idea is that, you know, oh, well, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But no. No, you can have two enemies. <laughs> you can disagree with the judges and not like the Nazis. It's yes. true. It's true. It's a true fact. In fact, I would encourage you <laughs> to do both. To do both. Uh, Patrick, war crimes from Stone Cold. Uh, injectable peer-to-peer networking. <laughs> that is a clear viscous liquid. Yeah. That and you can just shoot right in yourself and then start downloading shit. From your friend's servers, of course. Sure. No, that can't be good. No. That's how I got a lot of Depeche Mode albums, though. That is true. Ooh, especially Exciter. Ooh, yeah, you mm. know it. Mark, war crimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go... Uh, <laughs> With the uh, 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 the awful, 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 awful mustache 
that Lance Henriksen <laughs> is rocking in this movie. Yeah. It's skeevy as shit. He looks like a weird gerbil rat man. He, you know what he looks like? He looks like a like a, a Doctor Moreau abomination. Yeah. That they shaved up and then they just missed a spot and that yeah. spot was stash. Well, his mustache is very much the uh, the Breaking Bad mustache. Yes, in like yeah. in like the first couple seasons before he like becomes Heisenberg when he's got that shitty blonde yeah. mustache that's kind of patchy. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of wispy. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a bad mustache. mustache. Bad stash, man. Bad stash. Bad scene. Bad stash. Bad stash. All right, time for our final bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Mark, is Stone Cold an action movie? You're goddamn right it is. This movie fucking rules. It's stupid and gleefully so. It knows it's stupid and it's rad. Lots of explosions, double the explosions, triple those explosions, all the explosions, plus some punching and some gunnings. You got yourself an action movie, buddy. Patrick, is this an action movie? Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. No exposition, hardly a plot, no characters, just explosions. It could have had slightly more punching and kicking. John, is this an action movie? It's definitely an action movie. I will say the one area of action that it is lacking... Sex. Finesse. (laughs) There's lots of boobs in this, Yeah, but there's no fucking... (laughs) Mark goes on the dentist system of full penetration. Oh, oh no. That's the twist. We show it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the, the, the action is not like... Especially well choreographed, nah. But it is so loud. Yeah, yeah in 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 like so wrong and weird as, as to flip around and be great. Yeah, yeah. the whole movie yeah. is a god. It's a goddamn mess. It's not a. <laughs> well, so let's do this. Final reviews of uh, of Stone Cold. I'll start. This movie is a goddamn mess <laughs> from top to bottom. It's directed by the guy who made Action Jackson, a decent movie, and uh, I Come in Peace, a movie that is not good at all. <laughs> but this movie is such a like tragic misunderstanding of star power and what makes a movie work <laughs> that it somehow loops around to becoming a genius piece of weirdo outsider yeah, art. Well, it's not so bad it's good. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like it, no, it's it like kind that. of is competent. It just it's like a it, it's like a Tim and Eric version of itself. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a parody of an action movie while taking itself like too seriously. Yeah. 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 John, final review. Stone Cold, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Patrick, final review of Gotta Stone Cold. Gotta get me one of them haircuts. I'm working on it. I'm just gonna get it shaped up right. I'm gonna take a picture of it to the barber and be like, make me look like the boss. Oh, you won't have to take a picture. You'll just say, give me the boss, and Ooh. they'll know what to do. Yeah, he's the right age. He probably knows. Yeah. Well, let's start counting down the last of Patrick Bromley's married days. <laughs> So that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I am still Jonathan Rooney Taylor. And once again, we have eclipsed the runtime of the movie we watched. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure by quite a bit in this one. By at least 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is John, one tough bastard Rooney Taylor, Patrick, Virus Bromley, 
and Mark Lawless Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, I don't know, wherever you get podcasts from. Leave us a rating and leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.